0: The kids go to bed. <laughs> her second book was it wishing to like bring you closer and like I was like, talking to my mom about it I'm today and she's going
1: to bottle feed. Are you know in your happen. heart every
0: like, time, I'm like oh my gosh. Girl, <laughs> like... Welcome to coffee, coffee confession. Hi guys. It has been a hot minute.
1: <laughs> it really <laughs> like... has. <laughs>
0: So it's like, what, I think I think we took a little hiatus there.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we had the holidays. And then after we got through the holidays, like literally the first week, we got COVID. I don't, I, yeah. I'm scared to say that word on here. And I don't want to censor us or something, but we got the virus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, w- we survived it, but we were not expecting the exhaustion levels that come with that virus. So it took us a little bit to kind of get back into the swing of things I guess
0: and it lingered like if you listen to this tell us what your like side effects were because it was like two or three weeks I was like oh my gosh
1: I know I was like am I just tired because I have four kids and I'm pregnant or am I tired because of the virus (laughs) I couldn't figure it out
0: ironically I caught it and then I found out my sister caught it and then I was talking to Cody and she got it (laughs) and so all of our symptoms were rather the same. Um, I think Cody had it a little more mild than I did, but yeah, I did, my sister had it really bad. But when Cody was like, Oh yeah, I'm tired, but I was like, Cody's also pregnant. So <laughs> like I don't know if I can compare to her or not. And so then I would ask my sister and she's like, dude, I'm still tired. And I was it like, It was okay,
1: a different good. type of tired though, that's for sure. Like it was like your whole body was tired. Like, you know when you're just like tired like you want to go to bed like you're sleepy it was more than being sleepy it was like my body was exhausted if that right? makes sense like it was just like oh I'd have to take little breaks and stuff but I really just thought I had a cold I wasn't even going to test until Felicia was like I got it I was like what did you get <laughs> what are you talking about and then she told me she got the vid and I was like oh I haven't we weren't even around each other it's no. the crazy thing and I was like well I guess I better just take this at-home test that I have. Not thinking that I it was what it was. But it's and us.
0: It's <laughs> us. <laughs> I was like,
1: of course. Of course I have it right now. And she has it. Thankfully,
0: we, um, we, we didn't struggle really bad, though. It was like no, a little, probably like a summer, not summer, winter cold. A little bit worse than a winter cold.
1: Now, don't come for us. You know, we're not saying that it's not a dangerous virus or anything like that. That's just saying okay. our symptoms. We got the Omicron. It was mild. Thank the Lord, because we are military spouses. Felicia (laughs) is, you know, solo parenting. And the first thing I said to her, though, I was like, I'm so glad you didn't tell me until like after, because I would have been a panic attack walking because Felicia has asthma. So... (laughs) I was just like when my mom had it and my sister had it I was like texting them multiple times are you okay are you okay what are your stats what are your levels so if I would have known like you having it having asthma it would have sent me over the edge so I'm really yeah. glad that I didn't know until I
0: think it was I think it didn't affect my asthma as much because they gave me like a steroid pack so my yeah. lungs were like yippee they were ready
1: to fight they were <laughs> this like, is what Let's feel, it feels like to breathe <laughs> okay but we didn't come on here to talk about COVID guys we were just giving you the, the reason why, you know, the hiatus took a bit, but uh, today is Valentine's day. I almost said mother's day. (laughs) Today is Valentine's day. Um, And we thought it would be a good time to come on and talk about marriages in the military. Both of us will celebrate our 10 year anniversaries this year. Um, And, you know, sometimes you get those like random questions that you don't know how to answer where it's like how do you stay like married for 10 years? And kind of, it's like, um, Hmm. So we kind of sat down and really thought about it. And for me, the simple question or the simple answer is, um, like perfect example is like when they give you those like military spouse appreciation awards when your husband (laughs) reenlist or your wife reenlist. Um, and they're like, we know you don't have to stand by his side and, And I understand the sentiment of them saying that because like a lot of people don't always stand by their spouse's side. But to me, it's like, um, I don't have another choice. Like this is my marriage, regardless if he's military or not. This is my marriage. So if he was like a garbage man like, and you were recognizing me, like I would still stand by my husband's side because I married him not for the military the military was just his job at the time so
0: I think a lot of people when you think about like a military marriage you come at it like oh and you hear it a lot I couldn't do that I couldn't do that okay for one that's not a compliment (laughs) like you make my life sound like terrible like super hard like nobody would ever want to volunteer for this right um so like let's stop saying that but also you it's still a marriage regardless if I'm married to somebody in the military a cop like you said a garbage man a cook like it's still a marriage and it still takes a lot of work from both sides I think it does take a little bit more work just because you know we spend long time apart Mm -hmm. or work days or we're constantly moving around but I also think it has its like perks in building your relationship because for instance, when you PCS, you know, people will be like, my husband's my best friend. And you're like, Oh, that's so cliche. But like, in this lifestyle, (laughs) he's really my best friend. When we PCS from North Carolina to here, I knew nobody. I had nobody and he was my best friend. And he's, I mean, he is my best friend. Like he's the one I call like, Oh, I found a new target. The things that I would call Cody and tell her about like, And I think you have the opportunity for that to strengthen your marriage, right? A lot of situations in the military, I think, are make or break you type things. And a lot of people, I feel shy away from it. And that's why a lot of military marriages break, right? Like, oh, he has to deploy. You know, I'm spending nine months alone. You can choose to see it that way. But you can also choose to see it the way that he doesn't have a choice. Like, he can't say, no, I I don't want to go. You know, he... If they say go, he's like, okay, when? That's it. And so you can either choose to utilize that to like strengthen and build your marriage. Um, I'm a firm believer in distance makes the heart grow fonder. Like I, I don't care if my husband sends <laughs> spends three days in the field. Once he comes back, I'm like, hi, hey, I missed you. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, you know, when I first got married to the um, Brit, she was on the podcast with us, and she talked to, about infertility. So um, she. And I lived, like, one apartment floor, like, apart from each other. Like, she was on the third floor. I was on the second floor. And I was a newlywed. I was brand-new married. And she had been married for a good while, at least five five years, I think, at the time. And uh, so I'm brand-new to this military lifestyle. And she's been living in it for a while. And... Dee and I were like still in our like honeymoon phase, you know, literally we'd only been married like six months. I think by the time we had moved to Texas and, um, she would tell me, yeah, there'll come a day that you'll want him to go on a deployment or there'll come a day that the, mm-hmm. the the leave take is just a little bit too long. And I used to think, you're so crazy. I will never think that. I love him so much. I will never think that. And here I am 10 years later, like, n- not that I ever want my husband to go on a deployment, but those moments where um, he has to go away, we always like Uh, bond even stronger like it almost feels like we're dating again because I get excited to get his like good morning text message or like I get excited to like get a phone call from him and stuff versus like right now every day my husband calls me after PT and he's just like good morning and I'm like good morning <laughs> like you just left like I, I love his good morning calls but there's really not much to talk about or to miss him between four thirty in the morning and eight o'clock in the morning when he calls me so when he I, goes to I think with those things,
0: like this and I was talking it's funny that you say that because I was talking to my sister about that the other day and I was like you know I can do a week. I can like, fine, whatever, do a week. I can do a month. I've done, you know, three, four five month trainings, like whatever I can do it. But I was like, the longer ones, you definitely seem to be like, okay, I wanted to miss you, but I didn't want to miss you this long. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, It's
0: like, you know, okay, I'm good with a week or whatever. And I think you say that to people. And like my sister, when I was talking to her, she's a newlywed, she got married back in June and her husband's actually in the Navy. Um, So she's kind of experienced this lifestyle, but not really. She's in med school, so they don't, like, live together because obviously he's stationed somewhere. But anyways, um, and I was talking to her about this, you know, and she was like, "Um, what do you mean you think it's, like, good for your marriage? And I was like, I think I'm a firm believer in distance makes the heart grow fonder, and I think people tend to take – you know, those good morning little texts and different things for granted. Like, oh, I'm not going to respond to this or this or that. Sure. I'm not going to answer this because of that. And I was like, I think you start to take it for granted. And then when you generally start to miss this person, like, I want to go to the grocery store with my husband. Still, 10 years later, I'm like, you want to go to the grocery store? I'll wait till six o'clock when you get off. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, you want to you wanna go to the commissary with me? And he'll be, you know, do you want to walk to the gas station or whatever and get it, uh, whatever, ice cream? <clears throat> And I think it's people just you automatically assume like that's terrible to say, but when you spend so much time apart, it's kind of like how you reconnect. Well yeah, and you like rekindle. your
1: your relationship kind of needs it because when we went through COVID and we were together all of like man, he was home from like February or whenever that <laughs> started, remember. let's say like March till August, like I was like, I'm not used to this. I need you to go. I need you to go. I need you to go back to work. And then when he finally did go back to work, I was like, oh, like, like I miss him. But people that don't live the military lifestyle, I think, can definitely think you sound like a crazy person being mm-hmm. like, I need a little bit of distance. But if you don't understand, like, the way that we live, like my whole first year of marriage, it was filled problems. Like, we didn't spend an anniversary together, a birthday together nothing like that because he was in the field and then he went on a deployment and then it's just been a constant like separation so it's just kind of what we're used to are we know how to make our marriage work while he's gone and then we know what to do while he's home if that makes sense like we there's just yeah, different think, things that I work
0: people get the chance like normal marriages if you want to call them you get the chance to like rekindle if you want to use that word or like whatever, get to know each other again when you do, like, marriage retreats or whatever. Well, yeah. I don't get that. Like, there's no taking time off with my husband, like, it just doesn't do that. And so it's – it almost feels like it puts you in that dating phase again when yeah. they go away because it's like, hey, good morning. Like, hey, sorry I missed you. And we they're all, more flirty, I now. feel. Like, it's just,
1: it's just to me, like, I know how D and I are, and we're definitely more flirty, and it's more like – uh intentional like our conversations are more intentional when he's gone versus when he's home it's like like you said like we'll call and be like i found this at target and my husband be like okay well i'm walking into a meeting with the commander so i'll talk to you later versus like when you know he's across the world and it's like you know you just you just find other things to communicate over and that's huge. If you're going to stay in a military marriage, you have got to learn how to communicate and not only communicate, but learn how to communicate like with your spouse and with their love language and stuff. And, Mm -hmm. um, when I first met Felicia, I, I used to rant all the time about like my husband and I used to clash like bump heads because our love languages are different. And so it was really, really hard to, um, understand like why are we having such a disconnect when I know we love each other I know we're committed to each other but why do I feel so like misunderstood almost and he was the same way and it's because like we were not in tune to how each other's love languages work and how to make them work together so for example my husband is very very much um, physical touch like that is his love language And for me, I'm more so, like, words of affirmation, acts of service. And um, it took us a while, like, to figure that out. But I think, like, especially in a military marriage, you need to figure out those love languages the sooner the better because, like, like you spend a lot of time apart. So in you add that on top of not understanding how to communicate with your partner, you're just kind of like making this huge Jenga tower of like, eventually it's going to collapse. And I think that's kind of where military marriages kind of dissolve is like this tower has gotten so high and so high of just miscommunication, not understanding each other's love language, you know, separation. And it finally just piles up, piles up that it just yeah. collapses. So you have, and I don't think have people to.
0: think it's that big of a deal, but it really is because if I'm speaking and me and my husband have hard, had this argument in our 10 years, but it's, if there'll be times where he'd be like, you haven't said you loved me in a week. And I was like, but I did like, In the way that I showed you my love. But for my husband, that's his is very much words of affirmation and physical touch. So because I didn't say it, even though I was, you know, say I bought him a gift every single day or whatever, I was showing my love my way, the way I see it, the way I receive it, instead of his. And so even though I felt like I was caring and you know loving he didn't feel the same he didn't reciprocate that he was like I don't you know like I feel neglected and I think it's especially when they're gone like if your husband's you know love language is words of affirmation that I love you text yes. means the world to him totally. it might not mean or you know, I miss just you like, yeah those little things like hey good morning like there will be plenty of times where I will just text my husband throughout the day I know he's asleep or right, he can't yeah. respond and I'm just like look, it's snowing. (laughs) Like I'm from the South. I'm still impressed with the snow.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, You want them to feel included. Like, like that life isn't, you know, like I think a lot of times for service members, they can feel like, um, almost like, you know, like when you watch your friend's life on Facebook, like that's kind of how your spouse can feel watching, you know, his own family through Facebook. So it's nice to include them in those things where it's like, Hey, it's snowing outside, or you know, that it's you know, 2 a.m. in Afghanistan right now, but I want to send you a text to say I love you because I know it's going to make you smile when you wake up and and things like that. Another thing I think is really, really important in a military relationship is you, like, this one's hard for me sometimes too, but you just can't take stuff too personal. Like, they're going to come home in asshole moods sometimes, and it has nothing to do with you, but, like, their job's, It's it's so stressful. And sometimes I'm like, I don't want to give him that much credit. I just want to be like, leave work at home, or leave work at work and don't bring it home. And sometimes I don't want to give him that much credit (laughs) of saying like, I know your job is stressful. And I'm sure it's probably really hard to not bring this home or, you know, like Felicia said, like, her husband is her best friend same with my husband but literally I am my husband's only friend here right now because Felicia's husband is gone so I am his only friend here right now and sometimes he comes home and he'll unload his day on me and sometimes it's too much like I text Felicia a couple of weeks ago and I was like well he's pissed at me and she was like what happened and i have told her I said I told him I don't want to talk about the army anymore like don't talk to me about it anymore because my husband and I are totally separate like are completely different in our mindsets so whenever I like he'll come to me with a problem he's having I have a very like civilian mind um approach to it and solution. Whereas yeah. he is like, no, that's not how the military works. This is how the military works. And I can't do it that way or else I'll look this way and that way. So finally I was done. I was like, don't talk to me about the military anymore. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it anymore. And I really hurt his feelings in doing that. And. Of but course- I think it's
0: important to know the difference, right? To <laughs> so know when they're like venting about work and when they're actually like irritated at you. Yeah. I heard somebody say the other day, um, like, Your husband's not out to get you. He's not intentionally like, oh, I want to hurt her feelings today. Like sometimes they just come home in a bad mood. I mean, there's times that I have bad days with the kids and I'll be like snippy with him. And he's like, what? I just got home. Like, what's wrong with you? And I was just like, I've had a bad day. I've had a bad day. And like, that's something that I still work on a lot because, you know, my hormones just don't handle stuff well. (laughs) So there's times that I can be snappy and especially and I... I'll catch myself and I'll be like, I'm sorry, you know, like I didn't yeah. need to like unleash or unload on you when as soon as you walk through the door, but I've just had a hard day. And I think that's important, especially when they come home from, you know, days in the field and, you know, months at trainings and different things. Like I feel there's a reintegration process in right. almost anything. Like it's not just everybody talks about it just for deployment, but it's if my husband's gone a month, he's going to have to plug himself back in. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just, it's just how it works. And I you don't say that in a mean way. But I think just knowing the difference, like, remembering that. When I heard that, I told Cody. I was having a bad day. And I told Cody. And I was like, dang it. They were just, like, out to get me today. <laughs> because it's like they're not out to get you. Like, people have bad days. You're human. There's times that you're moody. They're moody. Like, just let it go. And be yeah. like, oh, maybe he had a bad day. Yeah. And Try not to and- resent
1: them over it. Because it's not like they – like Fish says, not they want to hurt you, but sometimes, you know, a lot, a lot of time uh, their buddies are their work. Like they're like, they were, their coworkers are their buddies and, mm-hmm. um, or like they become so high up in the rank structure that they don't really have, you know, those comrades to really like, you know, vent to, or like they're deployed, like Nine times out of ten, my husband will take his, like, military rants to Felicia's husband. And because he can't do that right now, it kind of, like, falls on me. So I try to, like, not take it personal when he, you know, like, totally dismisses my suggestions. Because I'm like, this is a really good suggestion. You should listen to me. I know (laughs) what I'm talking about. I worked in customer service, sir. Like, listen to me. But um, I think... this is the best piece or way I could summarize. This is find a way to gently express to your husband, like, Hey, I'm not in the military. I don't like, if you don't like my approach or my solution, it's because it's coming from a a civilian mindset. Like I don't understand the military, but also at the same time, like if you're a spouse, don't get overly offended if they're like, yeah, that's not going to work because it's kind of like them trying to come to you about motherhood stuff. It's like, yeah. When Mark tells me my ideas are stupid,
0: no. when Mark tells yeah. me like that's a stupid idea, that's not gonna work. And yeah, like, exactly. It, yeah.
1: You don't so understand, babe. That's it's just not like that. I'm like, okay. Well, then why are you talking just to me about it? Tell
0: what I said. <laughs> just try it. Just do, do it. Did. Yeah, but so I think- sometimes
1: I feel like I'll catch myself in my brain and be like, then why are you telling me? Like, why are you talking to me if you don't want my suggestion? And I think sometimes it's important to remember, like, you are their person. So you just have to step back and just be like, okay, like, this one isn't personal. Two, I don't know what the hell he's even talking about. And three, he'll probably feel better after he vents about this, takes his boots off and changes and give him a minute just to, like, settle Mm -hmm. and just don't take it personally like I feel like a lot of people let the military come between their marriage because they take things too personally like I just I've learned to like let it roll off my back at this point you know
0: I think on the same note though that you still have to be able to communicate how you're feeling not necessarily if he like unloaded on you but if you're like if he said something and your like, feelings are hurt, then you need to like, especially when they're gone, you need to communicate that. Don't just like assume like, Oh, he knows, he knows I don't like this word or he doesn't, he does not know. Okay. My husband has 10,000 things running around in his mind. And typically when he comes home and like starts to decompress is when the things that I say I need to do, or like I have said that day start to register because it's like, two worlds like yeah. you just go in and there's like <clears throat> this level of professionalism and things that need to be done and you know like it's just a different mindset like his mind is on you know privates and guns and meetings and this and that and it's like i don't want to say like i'm on the back burner but he's like okay i'm going to come home and then i'm going to talk to my wife and kind yeah. of
1: like yeah that's that, pretty you know? much how ours is too he'll call me in the morning to before he starts his day and then after that it's like I'll get a call today, say, like, I'm on my way home. And then yeah. when he comes home is when I talk to him. Another thing I think is important is just to, like, make sure you still date your spouse. Make sure you're still, like, doing things that you did before you got married. I didn't have mm-hmm. a very long dating period with my husband. So it's been very important for us to include those things, especially after becoming parents. Like, when you add becoming a parent into the military, it it – It leaves so little time for you to really invest into your marriage. So, you know, and it doesn't. But I think the important
0: thing is, is when you think dating, people are like, "Well, I don't have a babysitter. I can't go." Right. Yeah. Okay. But you can still reach for your husband's hand when you're walking down the grocery store aisle. You can still like kiss him as soon as he comes home, and as soon as he goes to work kiss me this morning <laughs> I was like you didn't kiss me this morning when you went to work and he's like well you were sleeping I was like I don't care
1: <laughs> yeah I still I that. know I remember I that. yeah I exactly yeah and like it like it doesn't have to be anything extravagant like we're all living on most of us on a one income military budget like we get it like the the date nights here are few and far in between if you're talking about going out on the town but today is valentine's day and i'm going to the commissary to get groceries and i'm picking up sushi and we are gonna totally have a date tonight when the kids go to bed and just like (laughs) and just like just chill and hang out with each other and um luckily like we have an this is like okay this is 32 y'all we'll be 33 this year but i'm like oh we get a, a free oil change this morning and we can grab coffee on the way to the oil change and then we'll go to the commissary and then we'll pick up the kids from school because our kids are will be in school <clears throat> so pick them up and um that'll be our Valentine's. but i Day think cool. that's what
0: the cool thing is is you you I- people put this stigma on it. Like, this is the only way you can date. And it's like, well, that doesn't work for me. So you're telling me I pretty much can't date my spouse. And you know what, if you're not still doing those things, all the little things that made you fall in love in the first place, like what makes you think this road is going to be easy? Like if you're not like feeling like loved and treated and appreciated. And there's times like me and my husband, my husband's not like a big, like, what do you call it? Um, like a beer drinker, what do you call it? Um,
1: like I'm hipster, sure.
0: hipster beer, right? Like yeah. he doesn't, he's not here for it, but I prefer, he's like straight Miller Bud Light type stuff. And when you're talking about me, I'm like, I want like a strawberry beer. Like I want Dang, something, yeah, I want something fancy. So there'll be times where he'll put like his preferences aside and we'll be like, okay, we're going to try one from a local brewery and we're going to, you know, get a six pack, go home, try it out, buy two, see what we like. Um, and that's our date. Like, we're beer tasting in our pajamas on our couch. Well, you know what, though? I think that's
1: one of the awesome things about being in a military marriage is that you're separated so often that such, like, everyday activities become, like, a date scenario for you like for us getting coffee and going to the grocery store and the oil change without kids is going to be like a date Mm -hmm. and for you guys you know grabbing some beers and drinking them after the kids go to bed in your pajamas is like a date because it's like these these moments where you don't you don't get to live a normal life together very often it's you really relish in those moments that you do get to do something normal together. And, you know, and a lot of people, maybe, you know, maybe you're military and you live a completely normal life. Um, just this is our experience so that's really important to remember is we speak from our experiences so for us our husbands are gone a lot like a lot (laughs) they are those high speed like volunteer i'll do it pick me type of soldiers and um not to say that our marriage suffers from that but there are things along the 10 years that we've been together that have Mm -hmm. fallen you know second to the military. And not to say that we don't live an absolutely beautiful life together, but you know, there are moments where we thought, damn, like, I don't know if we'll make it to 10 years or I don't know if we'll, Mm -hmm. you know, if I can do this, right. We're not saying like, oh, we have this all figured out. Listen to us because this is the recipe to a perfect marriage. Our marriages are not perfect by any means. Like we have our moments where, we yeah. text each other and we're like i'm getting divorced I'm done. i'm not doing this anymore <laughs> but <clears throat> we just want to in the stigma of like telling the 18 year old girl like getting married to a soldier that you're probably going to end up divorced everybody i think goes into the military a military marriage knowing that there's a huge stigma for divorce but, i felt like
0: that's why this was such a good episode because you don't hear like if you hear somebody like, oh, you're married to a doctor. Well, that's awesome. Like, great for you. I feel like between military, maybe law enforcement, maybe. um, But I feel like military marriages are the only ones you hear like, oh, you got married to a military person. You're not going to last. Yeah. That's like it. Like, if I didn't mention my husband was military at all, like, would you still... Give me those right. well wishes, like yeah. Would you I
1: congratulate
0: me uh, being in my early thirties, having a ten year marriage? If you we hear it, a you lot, know, right? People will be like, "Well, how long have you been married? Ten years, ten years." Like, does that yeah. shut you down now? So, if you're at year two or three or four or five, like, like you can be, do it. <laughs> yeah, don't be discouraged when people are like, "Oh, you're only five years in." Just give it another five years. Or another I feel like
1: years. if you just treat your marriage solely as a marriage, leave the millet. Like, like I, I enjoy. Quote unquote, labeling myself as a military spouse because I feel like if I put myself out in the community and say, hey, I'm a military spouse is somebody else is going to find comfort in that and be like okay well I want I want to talk to her I want to be friends with yeah. her. When it comes to my marriage though I'm just married to D. Like that's it. That's yeah. my husband and I'm that's it. And the military is his job and yes our life does revolve around the military. Like you can call me Dependa if you need to. That's fine. But regardless or not like that's the hard truth. Our life does revolve around the military because it tells us where we're going to go, when we're going to go there, yeah. what we're going to do when we get there. But as far as my marriage goes, he and I are in control of that. And we don't have to choose to let the military control our marriage. The military is what he does for work. Does it contribute to good highs and lows in our marriage? 100%. But we are in control of the emotions and the way we react to those as well. So I think that's important for everybody to remember. Uh, Yeah, I think
0: it's important that you don't resent him for that yeah. either like I could easily 100% like okay well you deploy for nine months and I really hate you because you left and here, a lot right? of them
1: they're excited to like they're yeah. excited to go and it would be really easy to be like you know what But you
0: have to remember like this is their job this is yeah. what they train for like this is you know I know there's those people who go in for like college or whatever I saw a TikTok the other day and she was like you guys really are out here thinking like everybody in the military is like yeah I want to go fight and I was I like that, that is my husband
1: that's mine <laughs> that too. is my husband literally he's going to Selection, in two weeks there
0: (laughs) are people in the military like 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 if you're like oh you're gonna go fight in a war like i'm here for it let's do it and it's not because he loves me any less but that's like his passion and his goals. right After, why do people well, if you're gonna sign your buildings? life
1: away i kind of feel like you should right? have that same, but it's motivation. The same
0: thing, you know and you'll be like well i could never or you know i'm so glad i never married him or whatever and i'm like well that's good for you but you know what right. i'm thankful that people are willing to right. do these things because yes. we have to have a military we have to have law enforcement we have right. to have firefighters who are willing to run into burning buildings yeah like, I would be a nervous wreck if my husband had to run into a burning building every day, you know, but there's people who are, who do it because they're like, this is my passion. And that's my husband. So when I saw that TikTok and she was a service member. Mm
1: -hmm. I know who you're talking about.
0: Yeah. She's funny. But I was like, um, that's my husband. You you just call my up. But, um, you can't resent him for that. It's the same thing in motherhood, right? Like there's things about me that, about my life or about me that revolves around my kids. Like yes. I don't get to sleep out all the way at night. I sleep, you know, not rock solid. Cause I still have a three-year-old and I have to listen for him or I have to get up or my husband would be like, Hey, do you want to lay next to me? And like, no, our kid's crying. Like I have to get up and tend to him. Like there's things that, you know, you do that, like have to revolve around those things, but you don't resent them. Because if you resent him for, or her for going on appointment, then that's like, that's yeah you may as well put
1: the nail in the coffin because that's like yeah you're that would be really hard to get over well not only are
0: you resenting him and then he feels bad about it but also you're still gonna have to go through these nine months unless you decide like oh you're leaving me right now then i'm leaving you right now like that's literally your only option out and cody if you saw her selfie (laughs) on our facebook she was like what other choice do i have like you You know, I don't really have the option to just walk out like, oh, you're deploying. I don't want you to deploy either. Yeah, I'm
1: done. You go to
0: jail because I say you can't go. Or I just like, I walk away after 10 years. I'm just going to walk away. Like, it's not... mm not quite logical. <laughs> yeah, 10
1: years, five kids, like, peace out because you're going to go on a deployment. That's It's just unrealistic, you know. It makes me think of, like, when you said that, like, where you're, like, you're either going to stay or you're going to go. My mom, when my mom was married to a service member, and um, when he went on deployment, they were having, like, some issues at one time. And he straight up told my mom, was like, listen, if you're going to divorce me, do it now. I'm leaving on this day file the paperwork before that because i'm not dealing with this when i'm downrange, and luckily they you know they didn't divorce and and worked it out but yeah. that made me think of that because that's so that's so real because a lot of women will just like i can't do a deployment and i see it a lot and i'm sorry y'all but it pet it pet it like pet peeves me because yeah I truly believe, like, what other choice do you have? Like, you have to, you have to make it through, especially if you are a mom or like, I don't know. I just feel like my vows to my husband are between me, him, and God, and I feel like I have to uphold my vows more so to him. Like I told you, like I'll stand by you. Like this is gonna be hard and it's gonna suck, but. You don't have a choice in the matter, so I don't really have a choice in the matter because I didn't marry you because you were a soldier. I didn't marry you because you were in the military. I married you because I loved you, and I still love you, so do I want to do nine months away? No. That's,
0: like, my pet peeve about the – and if you're on our social media, you know, like, do not tell us you signed up for it. Like, coffee is not the place for it. Oh, my God. Because it's, like, for one, I didn't sign my name on anything, but for two, like – I chose to stand by my spouse, regardless if he was in the military, regardless if he was a firefighter or if he was a teacher, like, and had a hard day. And, I mean, it's sad to say it, but, you know, even teachers have, like, a dangerous job nowadays, like, with people coming into schools. It's not like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be married to you anymore because you were a teacher in a situation. Like, Yeah, or, like, just because, like...
1: You could apply it to anything. Like, I don't want to be married to you anymore because your job is too stressful for me. It's like if it's stressful for you, then imagine how stressful it is for the person doing that job. Like, exactly. Grow a backbone. Sorry, rude, but grow a backbone and stick by your marriage vows. Like, if I just feel that there are so many things that you should be divorcing over um but the military like the military isn't an excuse to do so like does the military give opportunities for shitty people to do shitty things 100 percent. but also like the military just because your husband joins the military does not mean he's going to cheat on you just because he joins the military does not mean that you guys are destined for divorce like it they're so you you're, you're going to hear the bad stigmas before you hear the good like the good successful story So and we
0: want to share some of the good. I mean, my yeah. parents have been married 25 30 years and that was not without faults. Like right. they there was times in their marriage and mom and dad please don't kill me for this. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever listen to this episode um you know, I was like what's happening? Like why are our, why are our parents in this situation currently? They're kind yeah. of like this is not a good situation and um They still worked it out. And so it's not to say that marriage is hard. Marriage is hard. If you're walking into any marriage and being like, for one, me, myself, and I, it's going to end right there. And it's not about just you. It's about two people, two people. And when you have kids, it is a whole new world. But marriage is hard, but the military is going to imply its own little hardships, but it's not an excuse.
1: Yeah. You have to overcome them as a team.
0: Yeah, law enforcement's going to imply it, you know, like I have, I follow a friend of mine on Instagram and she was like, you know, I hate when my husband will not text me or something when I see a situation going on in our neighborhood, even though I know he's busy or whatever. And she's a law enforcement um, wife and she was like, and I hate that, you know, but I was like, the reality of it is, is she's not out and walking the door. Like you didn't text me. Like I thought she was dead. You didn't text me. So I'm I'm leaving you. Like the same thing for military and I I feel like like I said in the beginning military are the only ones that you hear so many negative comments about and people will be like well two of my marriages were um military and they didn't work out like I'm sorry but you know my brother was married and it didn't work out and he works on cars yeah when I hear that too it's kind of like Well,
1: were you putting in the work like, sure, any relationship can go stagnant, especially in the military, if you're constantly apart from each other, and it's a high stressful job and things like that, it can go stagnant for sure. That's why we wanted to come on here and be like, hey. You wanted to know the recipe to a ten year military marriage. Here's what it is. Date your spouse. Communicate with your spouse. Be graceful to your spouse. Like mm-hmm. and they'd need to do the same for you. Like it's freaking hard to stay home and be a stay at home mom you know, and juggle being a military spouse on top of it and, you know, trying to figure out who you are in between all that still. And my husband gives me grace for that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I give him grace too when there are days where I don't really want to listen to him bitch about the army, but <laughs> I listen to it because, you know, he doesn't want to listen to me complain about potty training a three-year-old, but he, you know, it's a give and take. You have to give and take. You have to just think take the important. good with the bad.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think it's important, you know, how people will be like, well, we never get out or anything like that. And I was like, I think it's important to find military friendships. And we get this a lot because people will be like, oh, you make it your whole identity. It's not my whole identity, but it's a big freaking part. Like somebody's not going to understand exactly how I feel like Cody would because their husband's never been gone a whole year.
1: Or they don't move every three years. Can you imagine like without my military friendships... Moving every three years – with like, we literally just got to Colorado in May, and we will leave Colorado by December of this year. If I didn't have Felicia, like, here already, I would leave Colorado without really knowing anybody at all because I'm just – I'm just not going to – go. well, first of all, who walks up to somebody in the grocery store and be like, hey, I just moved here. Do you want to be my friend?
0: Well, our kids.
1: So. <laughs> okay, first of all, yes.
0: But it was like, literally you know Walmart grocery mean?
1: store. <clears throat> so it's like y- they can say like you make it your whole personality or whatnot. But sometimes you're thrown into these situations where you have no other choice but to latch on to your military community it and is. pray to God.
0: And I think it makes the friendship easier because – in real life, our, our world revolves around it. And yeah, during the whole Afghanistan issues, I can't tell you how many times our families were together. And that was the topic of conversation. Yeah. But I can't have that same conversation and the same like, for one insights that our husbands do because they're like on that side of it um, with, you know, my my family or a random, you know. Well, my neighbor is military, but like a person across the street or whatever. Yeah, um, it's not. It'd be like, why are you talking about this? Like, you know, yeah, like, my husband so has a. Yeah, my husband has a dark humor, so they were like, "I'll jump out of there and like die in the sky and be like falling fury." Oh, and I'm just yes. like, it's not funny, but Dwight thought it was funny. <laughs> like,
1: oh my gosh, I know. Um, they're like, yeah, I'll go with you. Like, it's yeah. Fun. And so if
0: you're like standing there talking with somebody else, like they're gonna. Be, or like, oh, like could you God. just
1: imagine like a military guy like? right now saying to a civilian like yeah hopefully i do hope we go to war with russia i'm ready to like kill some fucking russians or something whatever they would probably like slowly like you know that meme where like bobby from um king of the hill like slowly walks into the bushes or is it home or yeah. something i don't know who it is <laughs> but they like walk into the bushes i feel like that's like any civilian anytime they would speak to like mark or my husband (laughs) they'd be like what the hell is wrong with you get away from me go talk to a
0: report them are you suicidal (laughs) right i promise he's not it's just their culture so those are our few tips guys i feel like it was we thought it was a good episode to kind of come back on on a valentine's i was gonna say valentine's day sunday but (laughs) it's monday it's valentine's day monday so we hope you guys got a box of chocolates cody bring me box chocolates
1: (laughs) okay i got you i got you um
0: and y'all if you have any tips
1: um for surviving military marriage you know when you see um the preview come up on our instagram or facebook feed leave us some of your tips that you guys utilize Mm -hmm. like there are so many helpful advice, tips, hacks. I don't know what you'd call them, but, um,
0: you know. And we are so sorry. I'm gonna like preference this right now because we are so sorry if your marriage did not work out and your husband is military yes. or your wife is military. But please don't message us a book and be like that doesn't work. I tried it. Well, yeah. it's worked for us for ten yeah. years, and so we're yeah. sharing. Remember, our we price. speak
1: from our experiences, not yes. yours.
0: <laughs> All as always, we got a like lecture over the weekend last week. I think it was, and we were just kind of like, uh. <laughs> so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna like end these things every week with these. Th- <laughs>
1: yeah, just please remember. Not send us
0: a book, <laughs> but
1: um. Yeah. Let us know like what works for you and your spouse? What is something that you guys do not compromise on in your relationship? Or what is something that, you know, you guys had to figure out over the years? Like, okay, that's, that didn't work. And that got us in this situation, but this pulled us out of the situation. And going forward, this is what works. What communication style or love language or whatever it was. Because we all have our moments where we're like, yeah, I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'd rather be single. And then, you know, you figure out what works with you and your spouse. So we're definitely interested to hear um, how long you've been married and what works best for you guys. Well, that was our confession for this week.
0: Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest.
1: Hashtag spill the coffee.